This is the Getsy Health Podcast with Janique and Tristan Roney. Welcome back to the Getsy Health Podcast. Hi, everybody. This episode is a little bit different from our usual format because this is actually a part of a summit that we are participating in called the Healthy Holidays Summit. And the idea behind this whole thing is to help people get through the holidays in a way that keeps them uh, eating relatively healthy and taking care of their bodies with exercise so that you can get to the end of the holiday season feeling proud of yourself, being really glad about how you did it, and then hitting 2021 really strong so that you can reach your goals that much faster. And what we are going to talk about in this episode is gut health during the holidays Mm -hmm. and different ways that you can make sure your gut health stays strong and uh, that you have a better experience during all the holiday meals that you'll be participating in. Exactly. So it's not a cut out all the joy in your holidays. It's more of a, hey, how do we make it so that you are still having fun, but taking care of yourself? So we hope you enjoy the, the episode. And if you want more information on this health summit, it'll be uh, starting on November 17th. And we will be putting more details in the show notes so that you can sign up and hear all of the other really great speakers talking about their subjects as well. So there you go. We hope you enjoy this episode. Bye-bye. What's going on, everyone? Andrew Colombini here. Welcome back to Healthy Holidays Online Summit. The intention of this summit is to support you in making healthy, conscious food decisions, maybe even preparing some healthy meals and getting that exercise in such that you hit the end of year goals for yourself and really are set up to have the healthiest year ever in 2021. So today we have a very special guest with us. We have Yannick, Janik, excuse me, I got that, and Tristan Ronnie. How are you guys doing? doing hey, hey, hi. hi. <laughs> Thanks for having us. We're so excited. Of course. Yeah, I'm super excited to have you on. And um, for those of you that are watching that don't know these two wonderful individuals, they are reborn. It's a little bio intro about them. They are reborn by fire when Tristan was diagnosed with stage four colorectal cancer in 2016. Mm -hmm. After their medical providers threw in the towel, they're forced to take a deep dive into the research on alternative approaches to healing. This is the alternative medicine, you guys. Uh This ultimately led them to the creation of a health clinic called Provo Health, a consultation practice and a lifestyle transformation program now known as Gutsy Health. You can check them out on Instagram, all the links down below, you can check them out as well. In the years since, they have become deeply familiar with the healing process, including the importance of a strong gut health to a healthy, disease-free body. They educate everyone who's ready to learn about the step-by-step process to complete wellness, including the physical, mental, and spiritual developments. Yannick and Tristan have a podcast called Getsy Health, where they discuss different health topics each week, which can be found at the links below. Welcome, you guys. I'm super excited to have you on. Thank you. Thank you. And I just, I do want to mention, and I I hope I don't make us cry, but today is actually the four-year anniversary of Tristan's, um, of his diagnosis. So it's kind of a big day. Like I forgot that. uh, Then I should have reminded you. I'm so sorry. It's not a bad thing. (laughs) It was a very traumatic day. So, um, but yeah, Yeah. today's the day, four years, November 2nd. Exactly, to the day. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what was that? What, it was really interesting because I we were at the same hospital. I was getting my 20-week ultrasound. And then I went uh-huh. three floors up to pick him up from his colonoscopy. 
And I thought like the worst news wow. of my day would be, oh, something's wrong with my baby. But I realized, nope, something's wrong with my husband. So it was a really strange day, but uh, it kind of, it was a, a day that pivoted us in a, a way that our lives changed forever. And we're very grateful for it. Yeah. Honestly, Andrew, yeah. maybe the best thing that ever happened to us because it, it set us on this journey to really discovering what true health is mm -hmm. and living yeah. a life that is really meaningful and purposeful. <laughs> So a lot of good things have come from it, even though it was a really traumatic experience. Mm -hmm. Well, I really acknowledge you for sharing that and being vulnerable and using these, they say the successful people use the bricks that life throw at them to build their palace. Yeah, for <laughs> and, sure. um, you know, you saw this as an opportunity to take that, that next level up. And I mean, look at, I'm sure there's so many people that you've supported along this journey. And um, it just took that courage and that belief and the faith that you'd get through this and you'd find a solution. And there you go. You found it. Yeah. We're here. We're talking. We're chatting. It took a lot of um, like a lot of doctors burning us, too. I do want to acknowledge that because not all doctors are bad, but a lot of people feel the gaslighting in the medical circles. And so one of my missions is to help people recognize that and help them give themselves permission to fire their bad doctors because there are better yeah. ones out there. Now, we are not doctors. Sure. We're mm. health consultants. So don't replace us with your doctors, but we can work with people alongside their doctors, too. And of so, um, so if you or any listeners out there have dealt with bad doctors that are not listening to them and they won't recognize what you're trying to say or tell them, you, you give yourself permission to find someone that will because mm -hmm. they exist. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, uh, just to add on top of that, I mean, I would say we are the doctors of the future mm -hmm. and the reason why is because we have pure intention. Yes, There's no yes. like insurance or any other thing that we're getting paid extra for. It's exactly. like, we're in this to win it. And especially most of us have had some kind of healing crisis or health crisis Absolutely. and found out, okay, this is not working. Mm -hmm. So how do we work through this and move through it? Right. Exactly. So, Again, thanks for sharing. Thanks for being here. I'm super excited to dive in. Um, and you guys, today we're talking about gut health yes. during the holidays. Yeah. And oh, I've man. heard, maybe you have, have as well, gut health is the second brain yes. body. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can even dive into that as well. But why don't you tell the listeners a little bit more about uh, the context of the work that you do, and, uh, and then we can dive right in. Um, I want to add to that. The gut was the, is the second brain. Actually, evolutionarily speaking, it was the first brain. And so the oh, gut led to the nervous system. And so as we uh, evolved from, you know, really tiny species to more complex species, we first developed a gut and then we developed a nervous system, which turned into the brain. So isn't that cool? It was the original wow. brains. But yeah, um, you want to go ahead, Chris? <laughs> uh, sure. So, so what we do now... We are, uh, you know, we, we deal with all sorts of health conditions with people. Um, we're doing all kinds of stuff. But uh, one of the kind of the core pieces of what we do is helping people to fix their gut. Because what we've found and what we've experienced is that if you don't have a strong gut, if you're digesting properly, it pretty much doesn't matter what else you do. Because mm -hmm. you're not absorbing the nutrients you need. You're not, you're not getting the, the building blocks your body needs to heal itself. I always say you're creating really expensive poop. So if you're not absorbing everything, <laughs> it's just coming out yeah. the other end. And so yeah. I always liken it to a tree. 
Um, your gut is literally the root system of a tree. You can't buy apples from a second tree and try to put it on your tree. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta nurture your root system and you gotta make sure it's a really strong, deeply rooted root system that's getting water mm-hmm. and good soil. And then it absorbs through the trunk into the branches. And then you reap the benefits from the fruit that your tree grows. So if your tree is sick, it's probably because the root system is either being strangled mm-hmm. or it's not thriving or it needs some support. So think of your gut, like the root system to your tree that just absorbs everything. And that's the number one thing that we really need to nurture if we are going to embark on a healing journey, because a lot Mm. of people, you know, you'll take supplements, but if you're not absorbing those supplements, again, you're just creating expensive urine, expensive poop. So, so let's make sure your gut is getting every little iota of nutrients that it can. Yeah. I mean, I, I totally agree hundred percent. And I think that's that deeper layer that uh, we all get to connect to and acknowledge like, okay, it's not just what I put down, Mm -hmm. but there's also these processes and where am I in my healing journey? Where am I at in my process? Cause we could both be twins. We both eat whatever, and it's going to digest differently because of the choices that we had made leading up to this point. Exactly. And you know, stress is a big part of that as well, right? Oh, for sure. Because you're either in fight or flight or rest and digest. And most of us are chronically in fight or flight. And so we can't do fight or flight and rest and digest at the same time. And so we really need to, you know, one, work on healing the gut, but then also healing our mind so that we can get into that rest and digest state Mm -hmm. where we are producing a lot of digestive enzymes to help us break down Mm -hmm. our food. Um, It's interesting that you've named this podcast like gut health throughout the holidays. And I find that ironic because gut health without holidays is already bad enough in our society. (laughs) And so this is like just throwing more gasoline on a fire because I've done polls on my Instagram group. Now, obviously it's not a true poll because not everyone's voting, but I would say about 85% of my followers all have gut issues. Well, not all of them because not all of them vote, but the people that do vote, it's always like, close to 90%. So many people without holidays, without holiday treats, without all the junk already have gut issues. And so it's like, okay, so how do we slow down this, like this train wreck that's going to happen over the next few months? Right. And that's just the people who know about their gut issues. Right. Back when I was diagnosed, I really wasn't having gut issues until the end. Um, my, my health, I thought, was the best it had ever been in my life. I was exercising every day. I was feeling really good. I was sleeping well. And then uh, really the only symptom that I developed, which was the last just few months before I got diagnosed, was that my uh, my stools were getting a little bit more frequent and a little bit smaller, right? So I wouldn't have mm-hmm. said, oh, I've got, I've got gut issues. I had no idea. But when we went in and we, we finally took a look with the colonoscopy, we saw that not only did I have gut issues, but they were really advanced. So mm-hmm. there are people who are dealing with this that may not even realize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Like I, I totally can resonate. I mean, I didn't realize that I guess it's still related to gut health, but um, I'm very uh, gluten intolerant. Mm-hmm. I can't eat gluten. I get mm-hmm. super bloated. I mm-hmm. just can't digest it. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, there's a little leaky gut that I've heard of as well. So there's a lot of different things. And that's why I really wanted to presence this because especially the holidays, like you said, we're already have bad gut health right. and now we're going to add all this other stuff up and we want to hit our goals for the next year. So it's like, okay, let's like go into battle right now. Let's really get prepared for the holidays. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. can touch on like, this is also guilt-free. Like how do yeah. we enjoy Absolutely. the holidays still Absolutely. and still like be health conscious. Absolutely. And so, um, you know, let's just dive into the questions. You know, why are the holidays tough on our gut? Maybe you can even say why is 
why is it already tough on our gut, period? But Well, it, it, it's interesting that you mentioned gluten because if there's one thing that tends to be associated with holiday foods, it's it's gluten, right? It's, it's bread, it's cakes, it's rolls, mm-hmm. it's, it's all of those things. And the reason why it's super hard on our guts is just because of how wheat is manufactured these days. If you guys haven't looked into glyphosate, they actually spray wheat fields, uh, grain fields with glyphosate as a desiccant before they harvest it. And glyphosate is extremely detrimental to gut health. It literally tears apart amino acids in your gut because it actually affects the shikimate pathway. Is that correct? The shikimate Mm -hmm. pathway, which we as human beings don't have in ourselves, but our gut biome does. And so when scientists say, no, it doesn't affect our shikimate pathway because we don't have a shikimate pathway. Well, your gut biome does because your gut biome is a different species. And so we, everyone knows scientists have proved this over and over again, 80% of our immune health is actually our gut biome. And so if we are literally like destroying our gut biome, from this overabundance of glyphosate that's really detrimental. There's a reason why childhood allergies have tripled since the 90s. And I think it was because in 96, that's when it was, it became in law or something that they started to use glyphosate and mass quantities. The more Roundup, the more glyphosate that they're, that they're using, the more we are getting health issues, environmental issues, allergy issues. And again, it all just goes back to to gut biome. I also think another reason why the holidays are really hard for us is because food is very emotional. Like we, I mean, you Mm -hmm. think of holidays and you, you think of the smells, right? I mean, everyone has probably been to like Disneyland or some kind of theme park and you remember the fun, but you also remember the smells like the candy apples and yes, like all, you know what I mean? Like the cinnamon rolls. And when you go to the movies, you remember popcorn and the smell of butter, right? Right. 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 (laughs) And so, so the holidays, like everyone has that, it's, it's that trigger, right? It's like Pavlov's dogs. And so it's like, Oh, Christmas. And then you think junk food and you, you associate that with fun and good memories. And so there is a very large emotional component. And so I think when it comes to holidays, we don't want you going from good to best, but we can do like a slight nudge from good to better. Well, we we would love if you went from good to best, Yeah, but realistically speaking, Mm -hmm. if someone tries to do that nine times out of 10, they're going to make themselves miserable. They're going to crash and they're going to basically have a a bender, right? Where Mm -hmm. they just go totally nuts and then they undo all the hard work that they did. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And that's, that's the intention of eating guilt-free. Like if I eat something, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I'm okay with it. That's okay. But if yes. I, let's say I'm on a diet or I don't even like to say the word diet more yeah, lifestyle, right. but if I eat something and I beat myself up over it, sometimes a coping mechanism is, well, I already messed up. So right. I might as well eat this entire cake. Exactly. Right? And that's right there is when it can be a problem. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. I think a safe way to enter the holidays is to give ourselves permission to, you know, I'm just going to do one slice of cake. I'm just going to do one thing. And then I'm going to make alternative healthy somethings because for every unhealthy recipe out there, there's a healthier version of it, right? Just go to Pinterest. I mean, I have my own little holidays treats cookbook that I came out with last year where, you know, we want to enjoy these things. We, we still, we want to take the traditions from our parents and pass it on to our kids. Right. But, but we can modify it. And so like, like switching out one for the other is a really great way from going from good to better, 
right? And mm-hmm. then in years time, you can go from better to best and slowly right. transform and slowly like comfortable movement in, in the other direction that serves you and your body, right? But I think giving ourselves, having like an upfront contract with yourself and saying, okay, holidays are hard and I know this and I know I have these certain triggers. So write down your triggers and then give mm-hmm. yourself permission to say, okay, when this trigger comes to mind, instead of eating three pieces of cake, I'm going to eat one, mm-hmm. right? And then I'm going to go for the healthy cookie on the side. Mm-hmm. Or instead of doing like the chicken with the bread stuffing, I'm going to bring like a gluten-free stuffing, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. just like just modifying things. Another thing to help us uh, get set up for uh, not failing. And I even hate the word failing, right? Because yeah. you don't fail. Mm-hmm. You're always progressing. You're always learning, totally. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I even binge at Christmas because my family is South African and they, you know, I do find at Tristan's house because his family has their traditional things. Mm-hmm. But when I go to my family's house, all the South African treats come out and I'm like, oh my Stuff gosh, that, can't get most of the that year, I can't right? get because so. they're all in South Africa. We have to go to like special stores uh, and then they're uh, making like milk tot and they're making all of these wonderful things. And then I'm like, oh, you know what? I I just got to try it because it brings back so many memories. But, you know, writing down those triggers and giving ourselves permission to say, yes, Mm -hmm. I'm okay with doing this and I'm okay with doing that. And then so much self-love and grace is so important here too, right? Like, and oh, and the other thing I was going to say is maybe tell your family as well, hey, I have to be gluten-free. Can you guys be supportive of this because sometimes there's a lot of shaming and I don't think people recognize that that's what they're doing. And so it's like, Oh, you don't need to be on a diet. And people like that word right there, it's not a diet. It's a lifestyle change, right? A lot of people, they have to change their nutrition because they don't feel good. Not because they want to lose weight. Right. But immediately when you say I'm changing my lifestyle, people always think, Oh, well, it's trying to lose weight. So maybe just having that upfront contract, not only with yourself, but with your family members and saying, hey, Mm -hmm. I've been dealing with some health stuff. Could you all please support me during these holidays? I'm going to bring some healthier meals. If anyone else wants to bring some healthier meals too, that would be really great. I have an entire cookbook of healthy treats and things that we can, you know, and you can create Pinterest boards and all of that stuff that that's still yummy and still fun but um, supports you and your healing journey as well. So going again from good to better, don't like, don't expect perfection from yourself. It's just baby steps. We have to crawl before we can walk and we have to walk before we can run. And so just remember that you guys, if you need to crawl a little longer, that's okay. It's really good Mm -hmm. to crawl for a long time because Mm -hmm. that creates really, really good like back muscles and all that jazz. So, so, but to, but to kind of summarize that there's, two really important principles that Janik just talked about. The first one is intentionality, right? It is planning ahead. It is having a a very clear game plan before you head into those scenarios where you're more liable to kind of fall off the wagon, so to speak. And then the second one is, is honesty with yourself and just knowing that you have your limits, you know what's going to push you too far and setting up some boundaries so that you're less likely to cross those limits. Mm-hmm. And if you can do those two things, you can make it a much more pleasant experience for yourself where you still enjoy yourself. You still get to have fun with your family, with your friends, with whoever you're spending time with, but not in a way that you're going to feel regret later. Because mm-hmm. that regret is not right. your friend. Exactly. Yeah, that's so true because like the holidays, it's not really the time. I mean, people can do it if you want. It's not really the time to be like super strict mm-hmm. and 
uh, what's the word neurotic about mm-hmm. it. It's like, right. this is a time to be in acceptance. Yeah. We might eat something we shouldn't like, right. like you had said before all the desserts, like my family's Italian. They make the best <laughs> focaccia bread and prosciutto <laughs> and like <laughs> it's to die for and oh, it's man. pure gluten and like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's strategies, right? Like you can buy, uh, I have these gluten intolerant pills so I can take a few yes. before. There's a little mm-hmm. more enzymes in there that I can digest it yeah. and not feel guilty, but feel actually grateful. Like I can enjoy this. Yeah. I can spend time with my family and and going back to, you know, what you said, Janique, about having that conversation with our families. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, this is important. Oh, you don't need the diet. But, but maybe if we're intentional and serious, like, listen, like this is important to me. Can we at least modify one meal? Right. Right. And mm-hmm. at least doing our part to make that happen. And if we can't do it, we at least tried. And the, the bigger thing is, what am I creating after? Holidays will be done, yeah. right? Yeah. And when 2021 comes, it doesn't all of a sudden, oh, 2021. And, right. you know, everything's different. It's like, no, it starts right now. It starts mm-hmm. with how we're building. And, you know, what, holidays, like a, a dinner, maybe mm-hmm. a couple dinners, mm-hmm. right? What are we doing in, in between? Exactly. What I found is, oh, it's holiday mode, right? Let's just kick back. Let's just relax, <laughs> right? And um, yep. just kind of all the leftovers and um, it's like, but, but that's, that's the time to like yeah. eat those healthier meals, make yes. those decisions, exercise a little bit more and then come dinner time. Okay. I'm, I'm giving myself permission to eat what I mm-hmm. like for the most yeah. part. I want to share a story. Uh, years ago, I had a mom bring her like 14 year old daughter into, into the shop, the clinic. And, uh, and she, she said to me, Hey, can you tell my daughter to stop eating sugar? And I was like, absolutely not because I eat sugar. And I said, but here's the thing. Why don't you guys discuss a protocol where when she eats eight servings of vegetables, then she can have her bowl of ice cream, you know, like get the good stuff in, like you were saying, like whether it's starting every morning with a green smoothie or some vegetable juice and, you know, a really yummy, healthy vegetable salad with like sauteed onions and zucchini and lettuce. And then, you know, from there on, like, yeah, then you're going out with family at dinner, but you've already gotten so many fruits and vegetables and a lot of good fiber in. And then, yeah, you're taking your enzymes to help you break down the lactose, the lactase and the gluten. And yeah, enzymes are really fantastic and they help a ton with that. Can we talk about those when you're done? Yes, absolutely. That's really important for gut health yes. in general, especially during yeah. holidays. And so, yeah, so let's talk about that right now, actually. Like uh, what mm-hmm. people can do during, what are the enzymes that you use? I'm kind of curious, Andrew. Uh, Mitolife, I think mm. I saw it on your website, Black, yeah. Matt Blackburn. Yes, yeah, we love his Sheila Jeet. Gluten, yeah, Sheila Jeet's yeah. great. Gluten Savior, which I don't believe he has anymore, but uh, I have the other option he recommended. Awesome. Um, it works like a charm. I, I, mean, I can't, I've eaten pizza and I've eaten some crazy stuff and it works. Amazing. Yeah. Those are some really hard hitter enzymes, especially for the holidays, which we love. Our favorites to help people digest food is like hydrochloric acid. So Zypan. So, so actually there, there's a really cool process you can do to figure out if that'll be helpful for you or not. And sorry, there's a little chaos in the background okay. here. Our, our kids and our dog no just burst into the room. But um, so what you can do is, and we do this with literally everyone that we work with, and it's awesome. Very first thing in the morning before you've had anything else to eat or drink, you want to mix about a half of a teaspoon of baking soda with around four ounces of water. Mix it up, drink it down, and then start timing yourself until you burp. And depending on how quickly you burp, we can get a pretty rough idea of your hydrochloric acid sufficiency. So if you burp really quickly within a couple of minutes, that tells us we've got plenty of hydrochloric acid there. 
because there's this uh, chemical reaction that takes place between the hydrochloric yeah. acid and the baking soda causes a creation of carbon dioxide and it forces you to burp. Mm-hmm. But if you don't burp, it's been, you know, four or five minutes or even longer. Good sign that you're low in the hydrochloric acid and supplementation would be very beneficial for you to help you break down mm-hmm. food properly. Uh, spoiler alert, nine out of 10 people wow. fail that test. Yeah. <laughs> so what is that? The nine out of 10 people fail that test. One, so. of, one wow. of the things that depletes hydrochloric acid production in your body is the intake of refined carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. And that's and such an endemic factor. Well, <laughs> stress is another one. So those two things combine. Most of us are really struggling when it comes to hydrochloric acid production. So, Mm -hmm. um, and when that does happen, we, we love a product called Zypen from standard process, but there are other, uh, hydrochloric acid products out there and, uh, taking a little bit before each meal can make just a huge difference in how well you break down food and then how well you absorb nutrients from those foods. I want to go further into hydrochloric acid because I call it the holy grail to digestion. And it really Mm. is because if you have this robust release of hydrochloric acid, it mixes with your intrinsic factor, which helps those two have to mix together to absorb B vitamins. You can't do one or the other. So if you're not producing a lot of hydrochloric acid because you're stressed, because you eat a lot of refined grains, because you have a lot of inflammation, um, you're not absorbing your bees, so you're not healing. Another thing hydrochloric acid does is it triggers other hormones like um, cholecystokinin and uh, the other one I can't, secretin. And what these two hormones do is they prep your liver and your gallbladder to produce bile and then to excrete it out. And so a lot of people have to have their, their gallbladder removed because because they haven't been producing a lot of hydrochloric acid for years. And so wow. they're not getting that contraction, that proper contraction. Think of like a stiff muscle. That's what your gallbladder mm-hmm. does after years of not properly contracting. And so it either builds up bile, which turns into stones, or it gets really stiff and owie and inflamed, and then you have to cut it out, right? Another thing hydrochloric acid does is it triggers the pancreas to start releasing its pancreatic juices. So decreased hydrochloric acid means we're not pumping out bile properly. We're not pumping out gastric juices properly. We're not breaking down food. And so Mm. do that baking soda test, make sure you're producing enough hydrochloric acid, or you need a supplement until your body heals enough so you can produce your own hydrochloric acid. And then Mm -hmm. digestion should start moving really smoothly. I'm not kidding. Zypan's probably one of our most sold uh, standard process products in our shop because everyone loves it. They're like, this is a game changer. Mm -hmm. Not for everyone though. Here's a disclaimer. If you have an ulcer, then taking hydrochloric acid is going to be like pouring acid on an open wound. Even if it's not a full on ulcer, if you've got really bad gastritis, Mm -hmm. where there's just lots of inflammation, you'll know because Mm -hmm. even with a little bit of hydrochloric acid, it's just going to burn burns and it's really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And when we come across that, we have solutions for that too, which is first we start healing that lining, Mm -hmm. get things uh, nice and strong. And then we can start adding in the hydrochloric acid. Exactly. We like to use things like uh, licorice, Licorice, um, there's Hypep, um, something as simple as doing cabbage juice first thing in the morning, juice some cabbages. I know that sounds disgusting, but it actually tastes really good. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, it I think it tastes good, but that has something called vitamin U in it, which is actually an enzyme and it's not a vitamin, but they called it vitamin Vitamin U. 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 Back in the day before they figured out what a real vitamin was Mm -hmm. versus everything else, they had this vitamin U. 
But but ultimately what it is is an enzyme that is awesome for just restoring that mm-hmm. gut lining. And so wow. so drinking that first thing in the morning to help heal up your ulcers or your gastritis is really, really important. Yeah, we'll have people do like 16 ounces of it on an empty stomach. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and we've just seen some really great things with uh, people that are suffering from those ulcers. Beautiful. Like right. Yeah. So there's a lot of tools out there to help people heal up those ulcers. But hopefully you're not one of those people, whoever's listening. Mm-hmm. And so you can go just straight to the Zypan. And, uh, you know, not everyone doses the same. So you'll have to play around with your dose. And mm-hmm. do we have instructions online on how to dose Zypan? Um, we can put yeah. it in the show notes. We'll put it in the show notes. We'll, okay. we'll give it to we'll Andrew. Over. <laughs> right. Anyways. For sure. But yeah, usually yeah. basically the idea is we have people start with a really low dose just in case they do have an ulcer or some other, uh, bad reaction to it. And then they mm-hmm. just gradually increase until it's no longer helping. It's starting to be uncomfortable. And then you kind of drop down a little bit and that that's your ideal range. Yeah. And it'll shift over mm-hmm. time depending on how your body's healing and the foods you're eating, but it works gotcha. really well. It's great. Yeah, I wanted to, uh, because again, we're going to the different things about the gut health and it sounds like the hydrochloric acid is something we wouldn't think about and testing it with the baking soda. And then are there any foods that I can eat that will stimulate hydrochloric acid either instantly or over time? Mm. Not necessarily foods, but there are herbs. There is, if you guys have heard of bitters, have you heard of bitters before, Andrew? Bitter herbs. Uh, like bitter herbs. Making drinks, I've heard of bitters. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not like that. Well, well similar <laughs> idea though. Um, so, so there are lots of different bitter herbs like gentian root and uh, ginger. And mm-hmm. what they do is the actual, the bitterness of it, it makes you kind of pucker. And that, that puckering sensation is actually the start of a whole cascade of digestive processes that prepare your body to digest food more appropriately. Um, if you think back in the day before we had modern food production processes, we had to make all of our food from scratch and it would be mm. an hour, two hour long kind of process. I mean, the, the yeah. Italians, they still do that, right? It's, it's like an all day event. And in doing that, your body is getting all the smells and the, the sounds and the feel of the food. And it's saying, oh, there is food coming. You start producing yeah. saliva in your body. Oh, and yeah. goes, okay, here we go. We're going <laughs> to do this. And then by the time you actually eat, you're good. Your, your body's all set for it. Nowadays, we're eating before we even realize that we want to eat. We see food, it's in our mouth, and then our body's going, whoa, where did that come from? What is that? So the bitters help us to kind of get back to that old process of preparing the body first. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's there's a product out there by, it's the one that we really love by Many Herb, and it's called Digest Forte. And so what mm. people can do is they can uh, suck on that before they eat for about five to 10 minutes, ideally 15, but all of our clients hate us when we say 15. So I just say, give us whatever you can give us. And so they're like, it's two minutes. Okay. I'm like, that's fine. You know, but, but the longer they can suck on digest forte, the better, because like Tristan said, it just stimulates all of those gastric juices. You, you start salivating in your mouth, your gut starts to create hydrochloric acid. And it's, it's really, there's a lot of healing herbs in there as well that just help heal leaky gut. And so it's, it's a really great product, but you know, adding more ginger to your food helps. One thing that I have heard from other people is celery juice. Some people say drinking celery juice, like eight to 16 ounces in the morning helps with their hydrochloric acid. I have actually never fully studied how that works, but I'll take it. You know, if that helps your digestion, amazing. Do you know why? (laughs) No. um, I mean, it's loaded with minerals, but Right. What I would say too is, is be careful with the celery juice. It's not great for everybody, right? right. Uh, 
the oxalate content can be brutal for certain people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it is something that, that can be worth trying in some cases. Right. Um, yeah, I wanted yeah. To, to go into like the different foods. So let's say I'm, I'm building my gut. I want to mm-hmm. eat foods for the gut. Yes. What are some like yummy foods, some mm-hmm. other food, like how do I you know build that up? Yeah. yeah. So, so bone broth. Our, yes, we, we absolutely Yum. love bone broth. Love it. Is it. Rich yeah. in amino acids and minerals. Mm-hmm. And it is awesome for rebuilding the gut. We recommend it to virtually everyone we work yeah. with. Once again, we love people to make it themselves because it's relatively simple oh, yeah. to do. Especially it's so easy. Pot. And it tastes better. Like trying to buy bone broth from the store is like, it's like putting a Skittle in water and calling it a soda, (laughs) right? And it's like, no, 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 no. Making your own bone broth, adding salt in there, adding some Mm -hmm. vegetables when you're simmering it. It Mm -hmm. just tastes so good. I wish I could make bone broth for every single person on the planet and show (laughs) them how easy it is. But bone broth is really high in Mm L-glutamine and L-glutamine is the amino acid that helps to repair that epithelial lining. So that that mm. skin lining that uh, lines your gut. Now, this is really important because, you know, your skin, like your topical skin, it turns over every 30 days. Your gut mm. lining turns over every three to five days. That's really fast. It requires yeah. a lot of energy. It requires a lot of nutrients. It requires a ton. So bone broth is one of those amino acids that can help heal and repair that. Uh, I mean, sorry, glutamine in, in bone, bone broth. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, other things too is making sure you're getting a good amount of protein because you mm-hmm. need all of those other amino acids to build and repair your tissues. And your body will yeah. respond as you increase your protein intake. It mm-hmm. will say, oh, we need more hydrochloric acid to yes. break those down. So it starts to adjust itself accordingly. Exactly. Especially if you're I'd also like cutting down those mm-hmm. refined carbohydrates. Yeah. The refined, definitely cutting those out. And I'd like to add to the bone broth as well. Um, from what I found, like if I'm eating a lot of meats, drinking bone broth with it helps balance the amino acids. Yes. Love that. Um, there's one called tryptophan, I believe is the only one that's not in bone broth mm-hmm. gelatin. And I think that's actually an inflammatory amino acid. So yeah, if you guys make the bone broth, um, it's okay. The chicken noodle soup, the beef, or just have it on the side. Mm -hmm. Uh, I found the more gelatinous it is, the better. So you can look on recipes. They've instant pot, like super easy. You just throw in the bones and water and there's all a little process, but it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So bone broth, what else can like during the holidays, can we create that will be supportive for our gut? So generally speaking, and this goes right along with lots of veggies, but fiber, now, there are varying opinions out there on fiber, but we happen to fall in the camp of people that think it's absolutely wonderful. Getting lots of fiber in mm-hmm. helps that that gut to just keep moving, keeps the stools nice and healthy, and will make you just a much happier person in the long run, especially during the holidays where we're getting so much dairy and gluten and sugar. That can just cause ourselves to get really blocked up, and then we feel miserable for weeks and weeks after. Mm-hmm. But making sure you're getting plenty of fiber in there can really ameliorate a lot of those negative effects. Our ancestors ate, I think it was like over 65 grams of fiber per day. I think the recommended daily allowance is like 25. The minimum? Yeah, the minimum. And the average American eats 13. And so (laughs) so we could really up our fiber game for sure. Um, An easy way to do that is to create green, like do green smoothies in the morning where you're adding in a lot of like chia seeds and flax seeds because those are the perfect fiber sources to directly feed the colonocytes, so the cells in your colon. 
And so they break down into uh, some short chain fatty acids that that feed those cells directly. So up your up your chia game and your ground flax game because it's very very. And I say ground flax on purpose because it's really mm. really most of us don't even know how to digest vegetables. So trying to digest like whole flax seeds is is going to be a little difficult. You, so you won't. They'll just go right. They'll through go you straight through you. Come so, out of seeds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so pre grind them. And then throw them in your smoothie. Obviously, add leafy greens in there. But if you are finding that you're feeling sick with your green smoothie, it could be because of the oxalate content. And so greens like spinach and chard, they are really high in oxalates. So you might want to go with like kale and like beet greens or dandelion greens, all the yucky ones, (laughs) unfortunately. For for those who aren't (laughs) familiar with oxalates, one of the problems they can cause in your system is they mess with your calcium distribution, Mm -hmm. which can lead to things like kidney stones and joint pain and all kinds of of unrelated, seemingly unrelated symptoms that show up. Mm -hmm. So if if you notice that your body just feels really bad every time you get a high oxalate Mm -hmm. smoothie in, then that could be what's going on. And that is kind of the theme of everything that we're talking about is that we have these general recommendations, but people are individuals, which means that everybody is going to respond differently and need different things. And we just have to, we have to personalize what we're doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, You made a very valid point there. It's like, we're all very different individuals. Um, We all come from different cultures. Um, We've all had different diet choices or food mm -hmm. choices up until this point. And so I always touch on like, if we want to really improve in any area, let's ask somebody that's already done it. Yes. Let's uh, let's hire a coach. Let's work mm-hmm. with the mentor. Let you know. Let's shorten the time. We don't need to recreate the wheel. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, unless there's anything else that I mean, we pretty much touched on a lot of different topics here. And your information is down below for everyone watching. If you want to reach out, um, is there any like another question or anything you want to go over before? I want to mention one more thing. When you are making treats, try to make a lot of like oatmeal cookies um, because oats are really great fiber food as well. And there are so many good oatmeal cookies. So good, better, best, right? Like don't use wheat, use oats and like almond flour or something like that. And that can still taste so, so good, right? Add your chocolate chips, sweeten it with maple and boom, there's a recipe that my kids and I make all the time. And it's, it's only made with almond flour and it's so good. And so go to Pinterest, right? Find some alternatives where it's using whole foods and you're rotating one thing for another. And so you're trying to get more high fiber foods that are less inflammatory. Um, A list of inflammatory foods that I want to give, and these are the the six top most inflammatory Mm -hmm. foods. It is, let me see if I can get this right. Grains, dairy, corn, soy, peanuts, and I can't remember the other one. Sugar. 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 So (laughs) thank you. And so uh, those top ones being corn, grains, dairy, soy, you know, like those are really, really easy to rotate out for like oats or almond flour. Peanuts, just rotate that for almonds, you know, like, or if you're doing peanut butter cookies, do almond butter cookies. There's some modifications that you can make without destroying the joy in the food. And so, so that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Um, I think, yeah, we pretty much touched. Let me just look here at the other questions. Yeah, we, do we have to choose between enjoying holiday foods and having a healthy gut? And I think, again, that goes back to 
this holidays, you guys. So mm-hmm. enjoy it. Don't mm-hmm. get yourself beat up. Do as much as you possibly can. Absolutely. Um, talk to your family. Maybe prepare your own meal and bring it. Mm-hmm. Enroll them. Life's an enrollment game. So enroll them why these cookies with the oatmeal is going to be so good. And yeah. everyone should try it. And there's gluten pills and all these other things, dairy pills to support us in digesting mm-hmm. the, the dairy and the gluten. And then, yeah, before we close, uh, I know you have an offer that you'd like to talk about with the, the audience so they can oh, yeah. learn more about you. And Yeah, so I, I think we've actually changed it since uh, we sent you in the information. What we'd like to offer <laughs> is actually a holiday treats book that comes cool. with a bonus of a, a holiday drinks book. It's it's so, an ebook, so it's not a physical thank book. You. Yeah, thank yeah. you for clarifying <laughs> This ebook, both of them are full of these really delicious recipes that are way healthier than mm-hmm. some of the other options that people tend to run into during yeah. the holidays. Especially um, those drinks. <laughs> those drinks are really yummy too. They are. And the the recipes, the cookies and the, the brownies and things, they're oh, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. And nobody is ever disappointed with them. Yeah. Which means that you get all the benefits of the holiday <laughs> treats without having the guilt and the the regret that comes later, typically, right? Yeah. And that you can get that from gutsy.ch forward slash holiday dash treats. So beautiful. You, so if you we'll send that over to and you. And all the well. links you guys down below, yeah. go ahead and click them. You can reach out to both of these wonderful individuals. If you have any other questions, um, you can reach out to me as well. We can both be in this harm harmony of support. You guys in really hitting your goals this year and really crushing next year. So you two, thank you so much for hopping on here, supporting us with the gut health knowledge and wisdom. Absolutely. Pleasure. (laughs) And um, yes. And everybody else watching, um, you know, thanks again for hopping on. This is showing that you care about yourself. You're doing this for you. And that's the first step is the awareness and taking that next step. And so however way we can support you, please reach out, do your part, stay tuned. We got a lot of people sharing how to eat healthy, how to prepare healthy meals, how to get into the best shape of our life. So we crush the rest of this year and hit 2021 hard. So again, much love. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. 